Hey, everybody. Welcome to During the Break, five minutes with a guest. It's a new feature, so if you're listening to this, you can go research it and find other episodes. Hopefully, I have had great success with this, depending on when you listen to this uh, episode. Here we go. Today um, is a guest I reached out to. Uh, she does radio and a podcast, and I'll give you her official bio, and then I'll give you my feedback on what I think. As and, and I got to go this slow. I got to go slow. I'm a simple brain. As an anarcho-capitalist, which means, for simple-minded people like me, an extreme libertarian, Monica Perez is a proponent of Austrian economics and an uncompromising defender of personal liberty. The Monica Perez Show is a call-in radio show about current events, politics, economics, and life in general from a libertarian perspective. The show is broadcast live in Atlanta every Saturday from 3P to 6P on 95.5 WSB and on WSBradio.com. Monica and her radio sidekick, Brad Binkley, also co-host a weekly podcast called The Propaganda Report and a daily podcast called Drive Time Prop. You can find both of those at thepropreport.com or on your favorite listening platform. I found Monica and Brad through the podcast, <clears throat> got into the podcast world about a year ago, been in the radio world for a number of years, love the podcast, and I thought, you know, she should be one of my first uh, interviews on this new format, The Five Minutes. It's going to be an addition to the long-form podcast that I do, um, and so I hope you enjoy it. And with that being said, here we go. <laughs> Hey folks, Clint Powell here. This is During the Break. Let's do this. Monica, how are you doing? Hey Clint, good. How are you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? I sure can. Well, we just kind of revamped our studio and I love it when a plan comes together. Technology. It's working. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm beginning to realize it's worth the extra effort to figure out how to get it just right. Well, with a combination of better technology and surrounding yourself with smarter people, it's amazing what I look like I can accomplish. <laughs> it is. You know, we should give each other credit for the fact that we're, we're really not in it alone, even though we yeah. might think so. Well, what I've found is uh, when you're in it alone is when things go wrong. And, uh, you know, you, we, when, when you've made a bad decision, you kind of have to stand there alone. When your things are going well, you have to give props. That's the yep, and it, it comes back in spades. Absolutely. Well, I promised you that when I hit record, we would try to keep this uh, new segment to just five minutes, give or take. Uh, the two questions I sent to you, because in the intro, people will know I found you via podcast, The Propaganda Report, you and your partner, uh, Brad Binkley. And I love the podcast, but after listening to it, and I encourage you know my listeners to go check it out, but after listening to it, it started me questioning, where should I get my news sources that I can trust? So where do you get news sources that you trust and kind of rely on? Well, the two that I go through mainstream media and I try to employ the judgment that I've read and heard that the government uses or like the CIA uses, whereas where I take the credibility of the source and the plausibility of the information. And so I try to take mainstream stuff and apply what I call truth dar, try to figure out where the truth is. And actually, those two criteria I got from a James Corbett report. And he, James Corbett, so the the two sources I trust the most. Now, it's not like mainstream media sources. It's not news sources. 
for like your kind of daily consumption. That I have to sift through the kind of propaganda mill. But James Corbett, I feel uh, two people I feel have absolute integrity and you can count on them for giving you an intelligent analysis in their honest opinion. And James Corbett's one of them. He's just the best researcher, but he also has good judgment. And um, I like his uh, kind of political compass. And uh, nomadic everyman, who used to be American everyman, but he was a victim of the WordPress purge like I was. He has, I would say, the best truth dar out there. And I find that, like, coming from a place of, of integrity, I, I've actually had that conclusion about government, too. Like, I, I don't even care about ideology anymore. I care about if someone's trying to do the right thing, at least you've got a starting point. And, and those two guys are just so smart, such good researchers, and they really come from a place of integrity. So I use them as a touchstone, and then I just try to sift through the other stuff to find the truth myself. The truth door. I like that. I've not heard it before. <laughs> I like the, the, the truth door. I, well, I will tell you what, and I've listened to your, uh, the podcast. There's a number of times I've, I've either gone, I can't believe that. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll stop listening and go research it. I'll go, no, that can't be true. And then I'll go read it and go, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's I, true. I try to be – because I'm on mainstream media, because I'm on WSB, which is the, like, terrestrial radio, right. I do – I'm extremely cautious about separating my opinions, speculation, rumor, facts, and evidence. You just want to cover your bases, maintain your credibility, protect yourself. So I, that's the one thing that, like, you can say whatever you want. You have to make sure you make it clear what's the difference between stuff you know and stuff you think. So well, I try to make that clear. And I might have time for a bonus question. It's kind of like that. But let's ask. Let me let me jump into the second question I wanted to get in uh, into with you. Uh, your favorite conspiracy? Where do you find the easy? What's the easiest topic for you to go down your rabbit hole? Because there's so many out there. Where do you find it? A jump off point for your brain? Well, I I what I thought. The question was, or what appeals to me about the question is, there are events in in the past that I think haven't even yet been identified as conspiracies, but they're very significant. And I would say the most significant one is something that you've definitely never heard of. It's this uh, Paul Kammerer was a guy who I believe in 1925 was it was deemed a suicide that he shot himself in the back of a, in the back of his head in a way that was like impossible to actually do. And I read a book called The Case of the Midwife Toad by Arthur Kessler, which was a massive. In the end, I think it was a massive limited hangout. But what it and it was written in the 1970s. He talked about how Paul Kemmerer, not that long after Darwin, kind of proved that Darwin wasn't right, and he created this experiment where. A midwife toad, he could get successive generations of a midwife toad to have an evolutionary, quote, adaptation based on the environment they were in without kind of the random mutation and wiping out the entire species, all this kind of stuff. And I, I figured it was because they saw the advent of epigenetics on the horizon right. and they had to change people's attitudes about it because uh, they knew that the strict Darwinian uh, – so-called science was not going to stand the scrutiny of genetics. So they rewrote this guy's story. But I believe that that guy was killed in the name of kind of the science controlling 
science. And I just feel like that's such a significant thing because right now I, for one, am, I mean, I guess the bigger answer to your question is losing faith in science that they're just uh, so many, th- they're just lying to you. <laughs> that's so much stuff. And I just, you know, it's just amazing to me because that's where people are just like, you can't be serious. Like they can't have entire medical um, fields based on stuff that isn't true. And I'm like, I think maybe they do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this well, is my new rabbit hole. And you start looking at the money that's spent on the marketing and the mind manipulation and, and all these big companies where it's pharmaceuticals or what they're spraying on your food or genetics, whatever it is. If you start looking at the, the engine, the, the motors behind that, the money they're spending to control the message, um, you know, I think what's the pharmaceuticals, they spend twice as much on advertising as they do on research uh, or something like that. I think that uh, that's one of those where I'm pulling that out of somewhere. I don't have that. Yeah, stat that's, in front of me. that's all I ever say is like, I'm not yeah. positive about that. Yeah. But until somebody proves me different, I'm going to consider myself a, a, an expert on the subject. Uh, hey, thank you very much for those two. Do you have time for one other quick question? Sure. OK, here's yeah, the absolutely. quick question. And then maybe later on, uh, a couple months down the road, we'll, we'll expand on this conversation. What you do, you touched on it a little bit earlier, your mainstream, you know, terrestrial radio, you do the podcast, you've got some new features on your podcast. I encourage our listeners to go check it out. You're actually releasing content every day. You and Brad are, you're Brad Binkley. Yeah, that's it. There's a, I think there, it's so hard. Now I realize why it's like an underserved market, <laughs> but I'm committed to it. If I get enough subscribers and listeners, we are going to keep doing it. I see, I'm listening as much as I humanly possible can, possibly can, but do you ever, here's the question, do you ever get scared or have you ever gotten pushed back? In other words, have you ever approached a topic and thought to yourself, you know, I got a family, got a job. <laughs> I, I don't know if I really, because that may, it may, if that does go viral, if that does get picked up, do you ever worry yeah. about that? Every day. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah, I really do. I just, I'm like, you know what? If this isn't going to make a difference, if I'm really not going to, even if it's a little bit, I, yes, because, you know, I don't get pushback. I, the only people you ever get pushback from are the people who love you. Like, I've never gotten pushback from my radio station. They, they don't, you know, it's funny now the world is changing so that the radio station, which is like an FCC regulated platform, really, they're long established. They know you can say whatever you want as long as you separate opinion from facts. But like the social media stuff, which is supposedly private, they have those like mobs, digital mobs that are out to get you if you get out of line. Right. So really, the only people who ever push back on me are people who love me. You know, like right. oh, people are gonna freak out if you say that. <laughs> you know, but I found that what other people have feared for me, producers and stuff, is that the audience is going to think I'm crazy. But that doesn't happen. It's it's the idea that I get a little worried that somebody is going to. Um, take offense. And I said that once to my boss, I I guess I was doing something I was nervous about politically. And I said, if Diane Feinstein calls you and tells you to take me off the air, like, just take me off the air. Like, you don't even have to tell me, like, I just don't want any trouble. And he's like, if she did that, I would put you on every day. Absolutely. It's all about ratings and revenue, ratings and revenue. Yeah, and I was like, wow, okay. But I don't think, you know, so anyway, I do worry about that. And um, yeah, like, I kind of like feel conflicted about how much exposure I really want. Yeah, well, I just can play that by ear and I will. I'll go right off. Like if anybody gives me trouble, I'm like, you know what? I'm just 
going to step back. Like, it passes the time to somebody else. Well, you know, I've said this before. If I was getting, you know, paid enough money to surround myself with attorneys and people to insulate me or protect me from the pushback, that's one thing. When you're when you're kind of like what I am, uh, you know, pushing the buttons and recording and everything, if I get too much pushback, I'll just go, hey, let's let's talk about, you know, social media. Let's see what you ate for dinner last night again and show me a picture of your dog. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've got kids and stuff yeah. I'm worrying about. But I love the show. Uh, I appreciate what you both do on the show. If you'll do me a favor, because I've kept you longer than I promised, just tell no people problem. how to find you and get your content, yeah. and then we'll wrap it up. Yes. Uh, you can find – I have a weekly podcast with Brad Binkley called The Propaganda Report, which you uh, can find on thepropreport.com or almost all the listening platforms. Anything you listen to, you probably find it there. And we just introduced a daily show – called uh, Drive Time Prop, which we will push through that feed. So you can also find that at the Prop Report and Propaganda Report on all your listening. And if you want to hear me live and call in, I love to have callers who have an open mind or a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice like we do. Uh, you can listen to my show on WSB Radio. It's either on WSBRadio.com or if you're in the Atlanta area, 95.5 WSB. That's on Saturday afternoons from 3 to 6. Monica Perez, I really appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to During the Break. If you like this episode, share it with your friends. If you have a few minutes, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes to help us reach a larger audience. Also, like our Facebook page and check out our website, DuringTheBreakPodcast.com. If I haven't asked too much already, join us again next time on During the Break.